Oh, hello. I'm Emma, and you're listening to Yeah, We Said It. This podcast started in 2019 as a mother-daughter advice-giving venture, but COVID sort of messed that up. Now it's just me, Emma's thing, on the mic. I'm a writer, an influencer, and have been blogging the good, the bad, and the ugly for over a decade on emmasthing.com. I've never really been able to find my niche. I sort of just touch on everything when the mood strikes, and some people seem to find it relatable and entertaining. Love, life, unsolicited opinions, and everything in between. Welcome to Yeah We Said It. Welcome back to my podcast that I said was going to be weekly, but um, you know, if you know me, you know me, you know how I am. And this is probably going to be bi-weekly, but you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And I think you should be okay with that. So last episode, I talked about PMDD and it was definitely not an uplifting episode by any means, but you know, it's a topic that I experience uh, but like that I have firsthand experience with and I feel is a really important topic to discuss because like I said in the last episode, I didn't even know that I had PMDD until my mid-20s or like late 20s. And I know that, you know, my audience is, that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the demographic. It's like late 20s to late 30s. So if I could help even just one person out by talking about my own experience with it, then it's completely worth it to me to dedicate an episode to something that's uh, a major downer. But today is a very different mood and attitude on the podcast because today we're going to talk about how I'm engaged. I have so many thoughts to share in general about life and love and um, all of the many, many disappointments in betwixt. And I feel like I'm not going to share all that today, obviously. Um, it's only one podcast episode. And, and that material, that material really, if I'm being honest, is more suited for my book and my memoir that I'm working on, but God knows when that's going to be done. So I definitely want to sprinkle some of that insight um, onto you guys. In the meantime, I'm just not exactly sure how I want to organize all of that because it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of thoughts and I want to sound eloquent when I share those thoughts with you. So today's focus is just going to be about the fact that I am engaged to Zach. I didn't see it coming, but also I did see it coming. And it's a really weird mix of the two. Um, and all of my thoughts about it. And um, I'm probably going, I'm probably going to read the blog post that I wrote last week about the engagement and like details about it. Um, if you're listening to this, I assume you are a mega fan and you've probably already read that blog post, but I'm definitely, I mean, <clears throat> I felt like when I wrote that blog post, my mind was in 
a million different places and going a million miles per hour. And I feel that now that I've kind of come down a little bit from the high, um, I'm going to be able to add more detail via today's episode uh, by talking to you guys about it because I just couldn't include everything on the post. I just couldn't. Like there's, it's just, it would have been even more chaotic than it already read. But before I dive into all that, let's get our sponsored break out of the way and talk about Anchor, which is the hosting platform I use for this podcast. All right, so it has been a week and a half since Zach asked me to be his wife. And something that I'm really grappling with is there is a full video that my dad took of the moment happening. And I want to share it so bad, but I'm also trying to practice keeping just a few things sacred because I'm really bad at that. I don't know if you've noticed, but... I don't want to say that nothing is sacred in my life because that is a complete and utter lie, but um, it's just, I mean, it's such a special moment and like, I know that I love when people share, I love when proposals are caught on camera and shared. So I'm just kind of going back and forth about that um, and I haven't made up my mind yet. So basically, Zach and I started talking about marriage last December, and I wrote about that in um, the blog post that I wrote last week. Um, it came up one one night. I can't remember exactly how, but it was basically kind of like us both stating and realizing that, yes, we were going to be together, and it was for the long haul, and... Um, we were eventually going to get married. And I remember having the conversation and just standing there being like, wait, what? Like, we're going to get married? Oh, my God. Um, And I, you know, told my mom, like, the next day that that conversation had happened. And she was like, you need to tell him what kind of ring you want. And that was such a foreign response to me like I hadn't okay I say this in the blog but you guys I I seriously cannot stress enough how much I've never ever fantasized about my wedding day about a ring about engagement like yeah I mean I've had you know passing thoughts about it I I mean I am a red-blooded female but at the same time I have been through the fucking ringer with dating and have, you know, undergone so much disappointment and so many shitty, awful situations that left me feeling so hopeless that honestly, my my main fantasy in regard to love and all of that was just finding 
a decent human being. Like that was my fantasy and has been for a while. Like I remember when I was at my lowest, which I mean, I was at my lowest a lot over the last decade um, when it came to men and dating and all of that. But I remember specifically there was like one moment in time where I was just so fucking done with all of it, with the notion of dating, with the um, what seemed like incredibly far-fetched idea that two people could actually be together. I remember I tweeted something. It was just so like, just so bitter, but it was something like, honestly, at this point, I fucking refuse to believe that not everyone is settling because I literally do not understand how the fuck else you like two people can be together. And I, I meant that and felt that in my soul. I truly thought that everyone was miserable on some level, even though, you know, they said otherwise, because the idea of of being happy and content with someone and them feeling the same way about you that you felt about them was just like beyond my wildest imagination. Like that is just that's not the case. So everyone's settling. And um, I've cracked the code. I have figured out everyone's ugly secret. But obviously, that's not at all how it is. I, again, was just beat the fuck down. And that's that's where my mind was at. So, um, so you know, okay. So Zach and I met last April. And I, I'm sure that I've told a version of this via Instagram or somewhere um, a couple of times over the last, you know, almost a year and a half. But I also know that my following has grown a lot and I don't know how detailed I've ever really gotten about um, our story. So I'm going to do that now. So the pandemic began and we were all locked in our homes and I was just like it's so funny because i had finally gotten to this point right before all that happened where i was like okay i'm not in a good spot with my job i need to get the fuck out i want to go off and work full-time freelance on my own this is the time to do it like i i had this whole grand plan and um I was like, I'm not going to worry about men. I'm not going to worry about dating. That is not my focus right now. All I need to focus on is getting my own freelance writing business up and running. Um, And then Corona. So that was put on hold for, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half or two months longer than I had originally planned. And because I've always been, for whatever reason, a hopeless but very bitter romantic and boy crazy like a few weeks into you know stay at home I started panicking I was like I'm gonna be 33 I know that I said that dating was my focus but shit has changed drastically since I decided that um I'm here alone day in and day out no one knows how long this is gonna last I 
have always wanted to meet someone quote unquote organically out in the world, but I know that's super far-fetched. Like, I think I just need to get on at least one app, especially because everyone's in the same boat right now. Like everyone is sitting at home unless they're a total asshole. But also at this point, like, I mean, everything had just started and people were actually adhering to regulations and like being good human beings. So I was like, what do I have to lose? I'm here at home. I'm I'm not going to meet anyone. I can't. I mean, this was at the height of everything where I, we didn't even know if we were supposed to walk our dogs outside. And I would do it and I would feel really guilty and I would see cops driving around and be like, oh, fuck, they're going to, you know, stop me and be like, what are you doing outside of your home? I mean, you know, that's where we were. And so I was like, I'm definitely not going to meet a guy in real life, but like, at least I can get maybe some attention and like have some funny banter back and forth with a dude and see, you know, where it goes. So I signed up for Bumble and, um, you know, I was, I was like very casually messaging slash texting with a few dudes, no one very impressive whatsoever and definitely no plans to meet up with any of them. And pretty soon into this stint on Bumble, I came across Zach's profile. And Zach had one picture. I'm not exaggerating. There was one picture. And not only that, but it was a uh, mirror selfie from the waist up. Um, and, and that was it. And his profile, I can't remember exactly what his profile said, but I remember that it was like, it was definitely thoughtful and it wasn't over the top trying to be super witty, trying to be the funniest guy in the room. It was just, um, it was just pretty straightforward with just like a twinkle of charm. And this is going to sound so, so corny. I'm fully aware of how it sounds. But there was something about his eyes that made me swipe right. Because really, like in another world, maybe a younger Emma would have immediately swiped left. Like if he had one picture and, you know just his pro like he didn't he didn't fill out any of the funny prompts or anything like that it was just like hey I'm Zach here are my stats here's one picture of me but there was just something about his eyes that I was like he just looks very kind and not in a boring way like there is a sparkle in his eyes and let's see if we match which we did obviously also, I just need to interject here. I'm not kidding you. Every Wednesday morning at 11.15, our neighbors have their lawn guys come and mess with their lawn. And it's always when I'm recording a podcast and I haven't learned my lesson to record it at a different time or a different day. So if you hear the sweet, sweet sounds of lawnmowers and weed whackers, Please know that's what's going on, but I'm on a roll here and I'm not going to stop. Okay, wow. As soon as I said that, they left. So cool. Anyway, so Zach and I matched and we started messaging and it was very cute and innocent back and forth. 
But like I said, it's like I knew in the back of my head that nothing that was happening with anyone I was matching with on these apps was going to happen because it couldn't. So I sort of left him on red. Like he very quickly was like, hey, I, I think it's time for us to meet. You know, like, are you comfortable with that? Do you want to grab a coffee this weekend or something like that? And I kind of played it off like, um, I'll let you know, like, I'm not really sure how I feel about that, but, um, let me, let me get back to you. I mean, because again, since, since, you know, we were on lockdown and everything, it was like, none of us were doing anything. Like, (laughs) it's not like I had other plans. Um, but I was, I was kind of taken aback with how quickly he suggested meeting in person during the pandemic. So I was like, what? Um, so I sort of left him on red and, you know, kind of somewhat ghosted him that weekend. I mean, not really like it's, it's not like he didn't follow up or anything. So it's not like I legitimately ignored him. I just kind of, I didn't carry on the conversation, if you will, but that did not deter him. And he followed up with me the following like Tuesday, I think Tuesday and sent me an article about something that we had been um, texting about. And it kind of made me, it kind of made me like, oh yeah, this guy. Hmm. And so we, we started going back and forth even more so. And with like heavier banter, which was obviously doing the trick for me. And on that Friday night, um, we had been talking a lot and I was drinking wine and cooking and I felt brave enough to um, send him a selfie of like drinking wine. And cause I think he asked what I was doing. And so I sent a selfie of drinking wine and um, cooking or something like that. And he sent back a selfie of himself drinking wine and being like, I'm also cooking. And that was, you got to remember, that was only the second picture that I had seen of him. And I was like, oh my God, he's fucking hot. (laughs) And I, I told him that I didn't say, oh my God, you're fucking hot. But I was like, wow, you are very attractive. And he was like, well, I, you know, I think the same of you sort of thing. So you know, another hour goes by and he basically was like, he sent me this text and I, I saved the the text, the screenshot of the text. And I actually, for our one year anniversary, I, um, got it printed. Like I ordered something off Etsy with, um, the text printed, you know, like typed out and framed it, um, to sort of, you know, signify the beginning of the beginning. And he was like, so if I, you know, happen to be riding my bike around where you live tomorrow, is there a coffee shop where we could, you know, meet outside and snag a coffee? And at this time, um, he was riding his bike a shitload because no one was going anywhere and the streets were like totally clear. So even though he essentially kind of lived across town from me at the time, or like at least like a 45 minute bike ride away from me. Um, that was something that he was super into. So I was feeling brave and I was like, okay, yes, that we could do that. Um, uh, I can probably be walking my dog around that time. And, you know, I was like, as long as, you know, we really like, we stay outside, we're, 
we stay six feet apart, we're on, you know, whatever. Because at that time too, there were no masks yet. Actually, at that time, it was like, how dare you wear a mask? Don't take them away from our healthcare providers who need them more than you do, sort of a thing. So long story short, we met up outside of a coffee shop that was, you know, a quarter mile walk from my place and legitimately did not hug, didn't touch, sat away from each other on the curb, got, um, I think, Americanos and talked for two hours. And it was so great. Like, it's it's such a fond memory of mine and his. Um, I mean, the conversation was just so good. It just flowed. We were automatically like very open with each other, um, which obviously I love because I'm an open book. And, you know, we kind of we parted ways. And and that was that was the beginning, you guys. I mean, I know it's so cliche to say it, but it's like the rest was history. And it really, really was. You know, they say when you know, you know, and it's, again, so cliche. And like, as someone who struggled with singledom, singledom for the last decade, if one more person said that fucking phrase to me, I was going to punch them in the jaw. But it's like, you don't, you don't know until you do like you like i mean it's a it's a cliche saying for a reason so after that i mean what was so incredibly special about the first year of zach and i's relationship is it was so concentrated like there was nothing else to do literally besides stay inside at one of our homes and get to know each other. And so I think that is kind of what put us on the fast track right away because it was like we had no um, distractions. It, you know, I, all of our weekends were free, all of our nights were free. Um, and all we wanted to do was spend time with each other and get to know each other. And we did like very quickly. Um, And it was, again, like the most special time. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible, horrible time in the world. And it's not like things have gotten that much better. But on a personal level for us, the summer of 2020 was one of the most magical times of our lives because it was just me and him falling in love. Also, I do have to say that it like it was such a perfect storm of circumstances for us to fall in love so quickly and decide on each other so quickly. And something that added to that is that we're both older. I mean, I know it's like if a, you know, 50 year old heard me saying that they'd be like, oh, you're young. But like you guys understand what I what I mean when I say we're both older, like I I'm now 34, Zach is 39, and we had both been through shit. Like, Zach was married. He went through a a divorce. He had his fucking heart shattered. I had my heart shattered a million different times um, over the course of my dating career. And so neither of us were fucking around, and that worked out so well. Okay, so let's fast forward to our 
engagement the other weekend. So basically, like I was saying at the start of the podcast, we decided or agreed that we were going to marry each other um, in December of 2020. We had that conversation. And um, I told my mom and she was like, you need to know what kind of ring you want. And I was like, what? Like, I had always thought that, um, you know, I was just, I had completely given in to how the movies and TV portray engagement and proposals. Like, total fucking surprise. No idea what the ring is going to look like. The guy does it all himself, this and that. I quickly learned that, yes, that is definitely a way to do it, but that's not the only way to do it. So I, I went back to Zach and was like, so how do you feel like, should should I be looking at rings? And he was like, I mean, yeah, yeah, like definitely. And we agreed that I, well, we agreed that we didn't want to look at rings together. Like for me, especially that just like completely took any of the element of surprise out of it. So um, he suggested that I go on my own and look around and try some on and obviously like take notes, take pictures and come back to him and kind of give him like a rough idea of what I wanted because he said, like, I want you to do it sooner than later because by the time I do propose, I want you to have, I don't want it to be in your mind. Like I want you to have almost forgotten about what ring you like or the proposal or whatever, which it's like, obviously I could never like completely forget. Um, but I loved that. So I literally went to Diamonds Direct the next day. <laughs> no chill. I like got dressed up for myself. I went by myself. Um, and it was like early December. And I went to Diamonds Direct because I literally didn't know where else to go, y'all. Like I was like, where the fuck do you get an engagement ring? Um, and I had fo- I'd been following currently Courtney Kerr. This is like the second time I've mentioned her on my podcast. It's weird. Um, but I've been following her for forever and she had just gotten engaged um, like that last April and, you know, has like a promotional deal with Diamonds Direct. But still, I was like, I mean, literally it has the name Diamond or that it has like the word Diamond in their name. Um maybe this would be a good place to start because they'll have like one of everything and I can really get a good idea. So I went in, uh, I made an appointment and then I went in and um, I just spent, I don't know, like probably like two to three hours with the guy who was helping me trying on different rings. And it's so crazy. And I write about this in the post that like anytime that I had fantasized about getting engaged or a diamond ring it was like so cartoonish in my mind like it was almost like a caricature of a diamond ring like all I could picture was a gold band with like a huge solitaire round diamond on it that's it and I was like well that's definitely what I want um and so I think that was like the first style that I tried on because you know I was so sure that was going to be it and I hated it. I hated it so much. Like I, I have tiny hands, but my hands, I think are also, um, kind of chunky. Like they're just, they're thicker around my, my fingers. Um, 
and it just did not look good. And I was like, wait, what? Just like, it was a bit of a shock to the system. So then, I mean, I was wide open to whatever I thought looked good because I was really at square one. Um, And again, long story short, I tried on an emerald cut ring with tapered baguettes on the side. And it's nothing I'd ever imagined. It wasn't on my radar, none of that. But I put it on and it's like, I had such a reaction to it. Like I literally couldn't stop staring at at it, at my hand. I sent pictures to my mom and my sister and probably a couple of their friends. And they were like, oh my God, that's so you. Like it's so classic yet like unique because you don't see it a lot anymore and so my mind was pretty much made up like I came home that day or I'm sorry Zach actually came over to my place that night and I was like hey so I went and looked at rings today and he was like what what already oh my god okay um and I showed him what I I showed him like a couple of options and he too reacted the most to the same ring and was like, I fucking love that. Like, I love that. And that was it. That was it. That is the last discussion that we had about the ring. Um, The next time that we talked about any of that, I can't remember when it was, but basically I think, oh, I think like at some point at the beginning of this year, I was like, do you think we'll get married this year? And he was like, married this year? Mm, I don't know. And then he said, engaged? Yes, definitely. But I don't know about getting married this year. And so then I was like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, we are getting engaged this year. And once again, that was it. That was the end of that discussion. But I knew in the back of my mind that, It was going to happen sometime this year, even if it happened, you know, on New Year's Eve. Um, It was it was absolutely on my radar. So. About a month and a half ago, one of my best friends and I were at the FOE here in Dallas. It's a public pool and it's one of our favorite things to do during the summer. So we're laying there by the pool and. Um, I was talking to her about how my sister and her wife and the babies were coming in town for Labor Day weekend and that, um, my sister really wanted us to host something at our house. Um, because, you know, I just moved in with Zach in April. I I guess not just, it's been five months, but, um, you know, she had never, she hadn't been over. She hadn't seen our home and, um, we really wanted to host something. So, I'm talking to my friend about this and my friend is like, yeah, I won't be able to be there because I'm actually going to be in Chicago for a wedding and it makes me want to die because I just know he's going to propose. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, why would you say that? And she was like, I mean, literally think about it. You guys are going to be hosting something at your house. Your whole family is going to be there, including your fucking sister and the babies and all of our best friends are going to be there too. Like he would be stupid not to basically is what she was saying. And I was like, no, I really don't think you're right because I know Zach very well. And while he is incredibly, incredibly thoughtful, he 
can be super forgetful um, and not like, not in a malicious way, obviously, but he's just, he is very spontaneous. Like he's a cancer. He goes by vibes and the feel of a situation. And um, although he has planned out things before, that's not usually his MO. And so, and plus I was having to remind him like once a week about the dates that my sister was coming in, that she was coming in town, that we were hosting something. And so I was like, I love him dearly, but I just don't think that's how his brain is working right now. And my friend was like, well, I just have a gut feeling about it. So that week comes around. And because my friend put that thought in my head, I was like, maybe, maybe. And I was trying to pick up clues throughout that week. And I will say it's so funny. Um, one of my Instagram friends that I desperately want to meet in real life, I took her writing workshop. Her name is Caitlin. Um, she commented on when I posted that we were engaged, she commented and in all caps and said, well, this explains the haircut. And it made me laugh so hard because Zach had been growing his hair out for like the last year man no shorter maybe like the last like eight months and I asked him to cut it like weekly (laughs) um I didn't demand it I just was like please like you look so I mean you're so beautiful all the time but you are definitely more beautiful with shorter hair and he was like no so he got a haircut the Tuesday of that week when my sister was coming in town. And I that definitely sent off alarms in my head. Like, wait, what the fuck? But again, I was like, I just don't think he, I just don't think he's going to propose. So cut to Saturday, the 4th, my sister's birthday. Um, we were all over at my parents' house because um, we were just going to celebrate there and we brought in sushi from our favorite sushi place and had like a big sushi dinner. And my dad and Zach went just the two of them to go pick up the food. And now looking back, I will say I noticed when they got home with the food that Zach was in an extraordinarily good mood. I mean, he's like pretty much always in a good mood, but he, and he always has a sparkle in his eye, like he always does. And it makes my life. I, it, I mean, it's what drew me in in the first place. And it's the best sparkle ever. But that sparkle was like fucking glistening. And we had the best time at dinner around the table. And like it, everyone was just totally themselves being so goofy. We were making the stupidest videos. And I was like, this feels like my family, like like the family is now complete. And I definitely did have that thought. Um, so we go home and wake up Sunday and we're getting ready to host. And again, like Zach is still in a very good glistening mood. And he's always super affectionate, but it was even more so that morning, like And even like when when, uh, you know, my family started showing up and my best friend started showing up, um, 
you know, we were stealing like a lot of little small moments of like hugs and kisses. And like deep, deep, deep in the back of my brain, I was still like, he's not going to propose today, but oh my God, what if he does? So my, what, my best friend was, um, one of my best friends was the first to arrive and Zach came out to say hi to her. And he was wearing like a super casual outfit, which it's actually the outfit that he wore when we met up on that coffee stoop or that coffee shop curb um, last April. It's this green Bob Marley shirt and these kind of like khaki jean shorts. And he came out and because I am who I am, I was like, oh, babe, like you don't want to put on like a collar or something. And before before he could even respond, my best friend interjected. She was like, oh, he looks cute. And he said, thank you. This is actually the first outfit that um, I was wearing when Em and I first met. And again, like alarms went off a little bit in my head, but truly I was very stressed about putting all the food out and creating like a really pretty spread before everyone else got there that I just let it come and go. So I would come to find out that the reason Zach was even even sparklier, more sparkly than usual um, on Saturday night, the night before, is because when my dad and him went to go pick up the food is when he asked for my dad's blessing to marry me. And, and that was all he did. Like, you know, he asked my dad's permission or blessing for his blessing. And my dad obviously said, of course, and then immediately was like, so what's your plan? Like, when are you going to propose? How are you going to propose? Etc. And Zach was like, oh, I don't have a plan. Like, literally, this was the first step um, getting your blessing. And now I kind of need to figure it out. And he told him he was thinking of maybe booking a surprise trip for us this fall, like in October and doing it then. And my dad was like, OK, like, yeah, that's that's cool. But why not tomorrow? I mean, her sister's in town, you know, her like everyone's coming over to your house. It would be the perfect opportunity to celebrate all together. And Zach was like, oh my God, you're right. So like I had figured, he was not planning to propose on Sunday, like at all. He literally didn't even know that he was going to do it until Saturday night. So on Sunday, once everyone had been here for probably like an hour and a half to two hours, you know, everyone had eaten what they were going to eat off the spread of carbs. Um, everyone had kind of, you know, had their drinks and their coffee. And at this point, we were all just sitting around. And um, I was sitting at the kitchen table with my back to the rest of the room. And it was just this moment. I, I was really present in that moment, just thinking, this is amazing. My whole family's here. My best friends are here, minus a few the babies are here. My sister's here. Like we're all sitting in this house that I live in with my, my person. I literally never thought I'd see the day. It was just so out of body and so surreal. And at that exact moment, while I was having that thought and taking pictures of my surroundings, I just happened to look behind me. I don't know if like, I really can't remember if like Zach said my name, but regardless, I just happened to glance behind me and Zach was standing there 
And he ushered me over with like one finger, like a come here sort of thing. And it was so cute. Like he's never he's never done that before. It was just a little out of character for him, but like super flirty and adorable. And I walked over to him and he kissed me and we hugged. And I thought that we were just having I I, I just thought like we're so connected that he is he's feeling this moment of everyone being here as much as I am. And we're just kind of like soaking this in together. But he didn't let go of my hand. And and then he literally addressed the room by saying, so very, very commanding and very loudly. And he started to talk. And I only know, I literally only know what he said because it's on video. If If my dad had not recorded it, I would have no memory of what he said, like how I reacted, nothing. Um, so he starts to talk and it's so funny because in the video, you can see the moment I realize what's happening. First of all, he started to talk and his voice was shaking so bad. And then he said, I am very nervous right now. And at that moment, my hand goes up to my mouth like, oh my God, oh my God. And... You know, he said a few more things. Everyone's freaking out because, again, Zach did not have this planned. He did not know he was going to ask me until Saturday night. So no one knew except my mom and my dad. That's it. My sister had no fucking idea. None of my best friends had any idea. No one knew anything. And it was just the most magical moment it really really was like as much as I blacked out I just remember the feeling of oh my god 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 and the fact that my family got to see it and my best friends got to see it and I have the video of everyone freaking out and reacting is like the most special most magical thing Zach could have ever done for me and it was even more special because he is so private. He's so private. And like when we did talk about getting married and getting engaged and stuff, I think I'd said something like, well, you know, even if like you have to ask Whitney to hide in the bushes, like I definitely want there to be footage of it because I want to remember that moment. And he was like, mm, no, like that's it's such a private moment. It's such a special moment. Like. I don't, I don't want that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to respect that. You're totally right. I'm not in charge of the proposal. You do it exactly how you want. So the fact that he asked my dad to record it is just like beyond everything. And we'll have that memory forever. And we can show our kids. And <clears throat> I think I've watched the video like probably 55 times at this point. I'm just, I feel so grateful that the moment was captured. So we celebrated at home for a while and my family hung back the longest, of course. And it was so funny because once everyone had left, we were just sort of sitting in the living room in like total shock. Like he was sitting on the couch and I had just sat down on the floor by his feet because that's really all that I can manage. And I was just like, I, what do we, what, what do we do with the rest of the day and the evening? And eventually we were like, 
should we go to dinner? Um, <laughs> and so we, we decided that yes, we should take ourselves out to dinner to celebrate. Um, and we were actually able to get, um, a patio, uh, reservation at one of our absolute favorite places, Homewood. And we went there, just the two of us and, you know, got dressed up and had the most amazing dinner. We got, you know, champagne, we got wine, the most delicious food. We were super fucking corny the whole time, just like kissing way too much. And, you know, I just was staring at the ring, which also it feels so weird to do. Like it makes me feel shallow, I guess, in a way. Like I know that that's not what's going on, but like, I guess for me, it's like engagement obviously is not about the ring. Like when you really love someone that the ring is like the last thing on your mind, but then like you get the ring and you're like, wait, holy fuck, this ring is, this ring is mine on my finger that this man proposed to me with. Oh my God, it's just so, it's so surreal. And it just, I sound like such a, a loser talking about it, but um, I just didn't, I didn't know that I was gonna be this taken by the ring and stare at it all the time. And I feel like a basic bitch but what the fuck ever because it's stunning and he did amazing and it's the most beautiful gift he has ever given me besides having my dad record the proposal itself so that's the story you guys i'm getting sick of hearing myself talk at this point and my throat is like really dry but um you know, I I can already tell you that I never want the engagement period to end. Um, I it's just so special, and it's like I cannot wait to get married, but also I don't want that day to come because it'll come and go, and then I'll fall into a deep deep depression because I know myself. Um, I'm trying not to think about that. Just enjoy this amazing bubble of love and being newly engaged as much as I possibly can because you know <laughs> if all goes according to plan this is the only time that I'll ever experience it you know so I there's so much that I'm looking forward to and um we haven't we haven't really started planning anything out yet because first of all it's been a week and a half but secondly our September really filled up. There's so much travel happening in the next two weeks that I'm kind of waiting for October and then we'll start, you know, really looking at venues, figuring the details out and all of that jazz. I'm, I'm, it's so easy for me to get overwhelmed and I'm such a planner that I know I'm going to drive myself insane. So I'm just trying to delay that as long as I can right now. But I can't wait. I really can't wait. I really mean it when I say that I cannot believe that I met Zach and that he is the person for me and I'm the person for him and we love each other so much and we choose each other every day and 
I just can't believe that he's going to be my husband. I can't believe that we're going to have this life together. Like, it's just, I, I, you know, from one desperately hopeless single girl to another, if that's you and you're listening right now, it will happen. It will happen for you, but it literally happens when it's supposed to. There's nothing that you can do to speed it up, slow it down, none of that. You just have to trust that whatever is meant to be yours, nothing you do or say will spoil it. It just won't. And for someone who has incredible, incredible anxiety and doubts everything, including themselves on a daily basis, I can tell you that there is a stark difference in being obsessed and, um, you know, seemingly happy with someone and then that compared to being with your person. Like there is such a difference inside of you that you really can't explain until it happens and then you get it. And I fucking hate saying stuff like that. I hate it. I hate it because it's all anyone ever said to me for years and years and years. And I was like, fuck you. You're lying. You're lying. Like you're just a fucking hopeless romantic. And I will never, ever experience that. But I did. And I have. And it really is like no other feeling in the world. And I'm feeling very, very lucky and just relieved, if you will. So that's our story, you guys. There's there's so much more to tell and like little details and moments and things like that. But I've already been talking for almost an hour. So I'm going to cut myself off and and, you know, let you guys go, as people always say in the phone. Oh, I guess I'll let you go. Um, and thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. It means uh, every DM, every comment, every email. If you reached out to me, please know that it's I mean, it's just like I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's just so amazing. Like I I can't believe that people give that much of a shit about me and my happiness. And some of you have been here the whole time and have seen things that I've gone through. And it's, you know, I'm not trying to like make my own fucking rom-com or, you know, have main character energy, but am I? I mean, I deserve that, whatever. So just thank you guys so much. You're incredible. Um, And as always, if you enjoy this episode. If you want to hear more, if you feel like giving me a star rating on the Apple podcast app or leaving a review, that would be amazing. And I will talk at you guys in two weeks. (music) 